Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your Favorite Blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. Well, well, well. Your favorite blockhead has now invaded the YPN hotline once again. By invitation, just in case it slipped your mind. But as I listen to this episode and I hear the exchange, two words come to mind. Shots fired. The shots heard around the podcasting world have been fired, and Michael Mahoney has ridden his gallant beans through the streets of Orange County, screaming to the rooftops, the Torians are coming, the Torians are coming. And we're going to find out truly what hill both of you are willing to die on. Whether it's Bunker Hill, whether it's Breed's Hill, or if it's just outside your window with the tree with the cats. And here's my advice to you, Mike, as you assemble your troops on that hill. As you assemble your cats and the Torians march over the top of the hill, and as this cat army is playing the battle hymn of the Canadian Republic, remember one thing, don't fire until you see the tiger in the cat's eyes. And the history books will then write themselves. Shots fired. Were they? So he says. (sighs) What a lunatic. So we had an episode called, Why Are You So Angry, Bro? Why are you so angry, bro? I believe it was 149. If it wasn't 149, it was 148. But aren't we past 200 episodes? I'm sorry. 249, not 149, <laughs> or 248, not 148. Thank you. What's What's really funny, though, is that we were talking about something, and you, like, made a joke. The branch joke? Yeah. About the cat tree? Yeah. That was my best joke yet. And then I told you I don't laugh at your jokes. I let the audience decide. And then I specifically asked Brian to give us his opinion. Do you think he gave us his opinion? I think his opinion was A+. We just listened to it, apparently, remember? He called you what? A Torian. Exactly. That's literally all I remember. I know. And he said, I rode around the city, the streets of Orange County on the Mighty Beans. Can't ride on the Mighty Beans anymore. <laughs> no. But, um, potentially. Please, let's not talk about that. I'm going to get very sad and melancholy. Let's not talk about that. Anyway. Anyway. I found it interesting that he was so... Creative. Creative. It was funny. You know, it was a great message that he left us. So, you know, there are other people that are trying to be creative. Are there? The shilling... Of Buena Park. That's the best autocorrect I've ever seen in my life. Mostly because it made me laugh the hardest of any autocorrect I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I'm not so sure it was an autocorrect. Tell people what the hell we're talking about. So, <laughs> we're running a recall. In case you hadn't heard. And the person being recalled likes to play the victim. And I'm not having any of it. It's like, 
<laughs> you want to say that I have giant boogers hanging out of my nose and therefore no one should believe me? I can just go, that's fine, but it doesn't change what you did. Right. And they can say whatever they want. It'll always be, that's fine. But that doesn't change what you did. So it's a great way. You know, you're just saying you didn't answer the question. You don't answer the question. You don't address the question. Well, I'm going to keep asking you until you address the question. Essentially, all you're doing is and. Yeah. And, you know, how does that relate? And so anyway, these like people, when people tell me I'm rude. I go and these people have come out of the woodwork <laughs> and I mean a bunch of fake Facebook accounts. And there's one Facebook account that I swear is the person we're recalling. And so I kind of call out that account and I say something to the effect of, you know, what this, that or the other thing. And then this lady, the shilling of Buena Park, the shilling of Buena Park, tells me that I don't know how to tell you this in a nice way, but and proceeds to tell me that you know I'm hurting someone's feelings and blah 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 blah. And so I said, well, really, is none of my business whether she's hurting her feelings are hurt or not. Truth is the truth, and the truth hurts. Apparently, I mean exactly. And if the truth hurts, it's not my fault. Yeah. That's accurate. I mean, I get it. If you lie about somebody and you make up stories about somebody and they get hurt, that's your fault. Truth. But see, here's the thing. They try to lie about me and they try to make up stories about me. But because of my motto that what other people think about me is none of my business, I don't give two hoots about what they think. I don't. But anyway, so this lady... (laughs) She decides to say that. And so I come back and I go, well, of course you're going to say that. You're a paid shill for the person we're recalling. And she sends me a private message demanding that I provide proof of her being a paid shill. Ling. A paid shilling. Or (laughs) in that, yes, she only got paid during the campaign and has been retired since then. She was a paid volunteer. She was a paid volunteer. And she demands that I either provide that evidence or apologize. And I responded with, and, and, and oh, and by the way, I'm not an elected official and I'm not going to stand for your bullying. And I said, well, okay, first <laughs> of all, using the term bullying to describe what we're going through is an insult to everyone, including me, who's ever been bullied. Correct. And then I said, number two, I don't need to provide you with any proof of anything, nor do I need to apologize because you admitted to being paid. Right. And you do pay people in shillings, so... <laughs> but you got paid. What? You admitted it. You admitted that you were paid. So why do I have to now defend myself when I said you were paid? Your joke was dumb, because we don't pay in shillings here. You still laugh. Dollars. Anyway, you admitted it. Why do I have to prove anything? So I then proceeded to tell her that she was almost worse than the other person because she knows the truth and looks the other way. And That's special. And I said, from going forward... Do not contact me again or I will consider it harassment and I will take appropriate action. She then goes on the public group. and How this post even got through is beyond me and puts on there about how horrible it is that she has to post this, but that she defended herself and I gave her some really long, basically offensive response. And so she had to block me. That's what she said. Okay. The funny part is the funniest. Funniest? You saw this post. You. Yeah, I was just going to say, so I'm sitting there saying to myself, if I'm blocked, why can I see the post? Why do I see the post if I'm blocked? But the best part is in her message, she said that she had to post this post because in the previous thread, the administrator had turned off the comments so she could no longer defend herself. 
And guess what she did, this person who believed she needed to defend herself? Turned off, Turned off the comments so I couldn't defend myself because she didn't include my message. She only included hers. And she tried to say that I w- was a bully towards her and some other things that weren't very nice because she wanted to make me look bad. But the reality of the situation was that she didn't post the whole message. I messaged the admin. I'm like, hey, you know, if you don't post my post, then at least you can take down the other person's post. So she took down that post and didn't post, didn't approve mine. Fine. Yeah. That's, no I th- honestly think that's the most reasonable yes. way to handle no it. No problem. Exactly. Because her post shouldn't have been there in the first exactly. place. And your no post problem. was a retaliation. Well, so. no, my post was a response, well, not response. a retaliation. That's what she called it, a retaliatory response. The original response. I'm glad uh, I brought that to the top anyway, of my head. I then decided, okay, I'm just going to use the Buena Park News. I'm going to publish an editorial about what she did. And I did. I laid it out. But first, before I laid it out, I proved that she was paid. Of course. Proof. We have that. It's a thing. So enjoy. Yeah. So it's kind of, it was kind of intriguing to me that one thing that's intriguing to me is how people blindly just continue to follow somebody and believe them even when they know the truth about that person. And here's what I thought of today. It really kind of came to the forefront of my mind. These are the same people who would tell you how terrible Trump is and all of the people who support Trump. Because they know that he's a liar, and they know that he did some underhanded things, and yet they're still following him. Well, Oh, I know. I've made that example like six times. Well, it's no different. Exactly. It's no different. So essentially, if you follow somebody blindly who you know to be a liar, you're an idiot. Pretty much. That's the consensus. All of those words led to that single sentence. And we keep hearing <laughs> how you know we're racist. I don't remember bringing race into this issue. The people that brought race into this issue did so immediately, by the way. Are the ones who were crying racism. When the message was delivered and the person was served at the city council meeting, two city council members stepped down from the dais and exercised their rights as citizens to speak. And both of them brought in race into the issue. Both of them. Because they're the worst. So they were the (laughs) ones who brought race in. We were not the ones who brought race in. Nor have we ever brought race into the mix. It's not part of it. Race has nothing to do with it. It's unfortunate that that kind of thing gets played because, let's face it, it kind of goes back to a topic we sort of touched on once about how a lot of minorities, I do not doubt that they face racism. Not a, not even a smidge do I doubt it. I don't. Okay. So we don't even need to talk about that part because I'm sure I don't doubt agree. it. Do you doubt it? Okay, so we have concluded that they definitely face racism. So why, if we've concluded that they definitely face racism, can I say that why do they make the racist situation worse by everything anyone does screaming racism? I don't know. And a lot of minority groups do this. White people do it. What am I talking about? Everybody does it. Yeah. Everybody does it. It's stupid when you think about it because... You're actually experiencing racism in your day-to-day life. Uh-huh. Police officers harassing you because you're a certain type of person. Whatever. But you're, you're some kind of racism. Go into the store and they watch you, but they don't watch other people because you're a certain race of person. All right. I get that that happens to you every day. So then if you knock two books off the shelf and Alyssa says, who knocked the two books off the shelf? And I say that person right there and I give their name. Why is that racist? It's not. You know what I'm going to say to the next person who calls me racist? I'm going to say, I don't hate you because you're blank race. I hate you because you're a fucking idiot. 
I don't use the word hate, so that's okay. That's what I'm going to say to them. It's pretty strong. Well, if they're calling me a racist, they clearly believe that I hate them. Well, but I think that makes them a racist. I do too. But that's that's what I'm going to say to the next person who calls because me a racist. Because their immediate reaction to being set, be, to being called out, I'm knocking books off the shelf, which you think they know they knocked the books off the shelf. Of course they know they knocked the books off the shelf. Yeah, if it was an accident and they didn't know about it, they would have just said, I didn't do that. Yeah, so of course they know about it. So why do they need to go to the race card? Because they don't have anything else. There is no defense. There is no adequate defense. Calling somebody, a, calling somebody a racist is the ultimate defense, apparently. It's the ultimate bad defense, though. It's just garbage. Well, but here's the thing. You're taught in debate classes to address the fallacy as a fallacy, if you see one, but pretty much ignore it and stick to the argument. Because if they're presenting a fallacy as their defense, well, it's a fallacy. So it's not a defense. You can just keep going. Oh, yeah, like you said, and? Pretty much. The sky is blue. Well, the trash can is silver. And? And? What does that have to do with the price of tea in China, as they say, right? What does it have to do with the color of the sky? Yeah. Question and then mark. you're like, the sky is blue. Well, but the bag on the door is orange. And? And? Like, when are you going to address the sky is blue? Never, because they don't want to address the sky as blue, because the sky is not the color they want it to be. Right. They can't, they can't make it the color they want, so they just don't address it. They keep going. That's a common thing that goes on in today's society. They just avoid the truth. They avoid answering the questions that would reveal if they were wrong. And you know what? Let's give them a huge benefit of the doubt. Let's say they really, truly think they're right. Yeah. But once they're presented with the evidence that clearly shows they're not right, why don't they have the courtesy... To say, you know what? I was wrong. I made a mistake. You're right. Because people aren't capable. Literally not capable of those words. I mean, when you're wrong and you're proven wrong, just admit it. I think it's going to be interesting to see how things proceed because the next step is going to be getting the signature signature petition approved. What? Approved? Yeah, you have to format it a certain way. and You have to turn in the document. The Secretary of State and the Secretary of State says, yay, it's good, or nay, you have to try again. Interesting. And once you get the yay, it's good, then you can go collecting signatures. And I think that is where the real battle is going to begin. Well, because I think she's going to get extra offended, and I think she's going to start to try to attack more. I'm not going to say what I really think, because honestly, it gives too much away. Okay. But let's just say we know a lot more than some people think we know. So I'm going to say, whoop, whoop. And with that, good night, everyone. Hasta le bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Nightly Rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production.